Christ, it's about time! I'm Ryan. Play ball, motherfuckers! Woo! Welcome to the show, MajorLeagueAholes.com. Uh, we tell got... you what, if, if we were still doing this show in the evening, because I, I do have some control, I'd, I'd not be drinking a Coke Zero. I'd be celebrating this, this momentous uh, event that we thought we were going to be able to celebrate, what, about three episodes ago? So, yeah. Crack a beer. Yeah. I got a Coke Zero, too. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Another oh, sponsor after Malort, maybe. <laughs> after, definitely after Malort. We've By got the way, a giant. The Malort, the Malort bourbon is quite delicious, but that's a topic for another time. Wow, that that sounds like an oxymoron right there. But uh, we've got a huge show. We we gotta get we gotta get rolling here. Uh, we've got all this fucking news. We've got uh, an idea for a segment we were gonna do at the. We figured out after the show last week about fans in the stands, which happens to be a major subject going forward that broke this week. Um, we've got uh, some marquee network news. Uh, I've got a Cubs rub that I wrote an essay on this week already. Um, what else have we got? We've got funny shit you couldn't make up. We've got some gigantism, gigantic issues about the Giants. Uh, uh, finally. Yeah. And then we've got course asshole of the week so let's jump into the news now here's the news it's the news the big news oh fuck scotty that is good news that is great news man let's bring it all home as major league baseball presents this week in baseball we've got a season i guess we got a season we got a we got a, a 60 a 60 game season yeah. Which is what the, the owners got what they wanted. Yeah, the owners and players agreed to disagree. <laughs> well. um, we'll get more into that when we get to asshole of the week. But the, the nuts and bolts of it is we've got a 60-game season in 66 days, which is going to present some interesting challenges for everyone involved. Um, we've got uh, – it'll be 40, 40 games against your division. Uh division opponents so that's 10 games a piece however they split that up in a series if it's five to five game series or whatever they do i'm not sure that's been determined yet uh then you play your geographical interleague division opponents um so the nl central will be playing the al central which is fucking awesome for us because me being a tigers and cubs fan and you being a Sox fan um, getting to play the Cubs. It's going to be fucking awesome. I heard, I thought it was going to be originally four games a piece with your interleague geographical corresponding division opponent, but it's, it sounds like they're going to keep the traditional rivalries uh, at six games. So I think we're going to have six Cubs Sox games. Which yeah. Is cool as hell. And they all count. Um, I, I got, I want to talk a little bit about the schedule, how that breaks down for our teams. Um, I think it's a right off the bat. It's a giant, giant advantage for the White Sox, considering they are going to play thirty-three percent of their games. Twenty of the 
20 of the 60 games they're going to play this year are against the Tigers and Royals, two of the worst teams in baseball. So that that is a giant advantage for the for the White Sox right off the bat. Um, I think you you've got to be excited about that. Uh, I mean, who knows what could happen in a shortened season? Uh, what you know, getting up to a quick start versus a slow start, you know, that's going to have massive implications. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but man, everything is falling into the Sox' favor right now. I would I would I would think you would you would agree. Yeah, I would. I would totally agree. I, I think also playing the uh, the NL Central too. Um, is, I, I feel like uh, you've got like the the up and you've got up and coming teams, and then you've got teams like the Cubs and St. Louis who are kind of they're both solid squads, but they're also sort of like in between where the team could go either direction. So. I think that plays uh, well into the White Sox. Um, but I think you brought up the best point, though, is, you know, the old the old adage was uh, you can't win a division in April, but you can lose <laughs> it. But you could literally win a division probably within the first 20 games this year. Well, yeah, if you and, think about and, it. And, and, and as long as you as long as you can, because because maintaining maintaining is not going to be an issue. Right. Well, I think a lot of it is like literally doing the math. You know, this is 30%, 37%, I think, of a normal season, 60 games of compared to 162. Yeah. So it's close to three games. Like one game is almost equal three games of what we're used to. So it's true. That's a good So point. like yeah. every game is so massive. So getting off to the hot start is is going to be paramount. And if you do get off to that hot, hot start, there's no reason to think that can't continue for quite some time, you know, where you kind of, you kind of take hot starts in a typical season with a, with a grain of salt. You see that all the time where teams eventually fade in the second half. Yeah. Um, look at the Seattle Mariners. I mean, they're yeah, like every uh, year. Yeah. yeah they, this might be their year though. Because well, that's the they, thing. They're good. They're they're good. Like they 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 seem to be able to maintain a decent first few months of the season, and that's all we're really playing. So USA to be really really strange. Yeah, I saw this morning. USA Today had done uh, projections of the sixty game season, and of course, the Yankees and Dodgers end up being on top with like thirty seven or thirty eight wins. Uh, Cubs were at 30 and 30, which sounds pretty reasonable. Sox were one game better, actually, 31 29. Um, I don't, I think that's pretty reasonable. I think they're going to be pretty much a middle. Uh, Tigers, of course, are the worst team, uh, 20 and 40. And I think the Giants, <laughs> Giants were 26 and 34, or whatever it is. But, uh, I'd be happy if the Tigers finished at the bottom again and get another top draft pick, like they've done a lot of lately. Um, I think that's all pretty reasonable. I guess the the overarching thing I saw out of that is there are so many fucking teams that are going to be right around 500, which I mean, that's that's just how it is, how it could be a complete, we overuse this, but it could be a complete shit show at the end of the season trying to figure out who's actually going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Which um, I, actually, now, let's yeah. talk about the, let's talk about the playoffs, how that's going to work. Um, there was all sorts of shit. You know, we thought they were going to have an expanded 16-team playoff, but it's that didn't happen because they couldn't come up come to an agreement. So, for whatever reason, we've got the typical 10 games. Um, 
So you've got 30 teams vying for 10 spots. Um, I just, you've got, you know, three division winners, but then the wild card is just going to be fucking insane because yep. everyone's going to be right around, like, within two or three games of each other. What what do they do if there if there's like ties? You know, do they have to do play in game like a series of play in games just to get to the wild? I mean, card you could what? you could essentially have a sixteen team playoff, so to speak, in in because of what of the scenario you just brought up. That it, it seems like that's what they should do, but that's not what they're going. No, to. no, but I'm saying the scenario you brought up is essentially oh, it, with it all would the create ties, that. It could create that just just organically. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I I felt that the idea of having just a slew of 500 teams in the playoffs this year was going to be a um, really like a a thing we were going to see, much like you. Not not what you normally see in baseball, but what you see in other sports a lot, where 500 and under 500 teams make the playoffs. And um, I feel like, like based on the, I think those projections are probably pretty close to how things are going to be, you know, within a reasonable five plus, five minus, as any sort of prediction is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fascinating uh, how all these teams in contention, too, are going to play and do something that I had a question about that, that they answered, which was, is there going to be even be a trade deadline this year yeah. when you're only playing 60 games and they decide to put one in August 31st, what, August 31st. But what does, I mean, what does that really, really look like? I mean, you're, I, you're halfway through a 30 game season and it's like, does any, make a yeah, does anyone make them? Yeah. Does anyone make a move even like who are, who are the teams that are going to be wanting to trade away? Who are the teams that are going to want to like think they can make a run for it? You just, the sample size is so small. It's going to be, that's going to be crazy to see how that works. I think it's obvious the tigers will be trying to pawn off, you know, hopefully Jonathan scope or Crone or those guys, they signed for one year. The whole point of them signing for one year, signing them for one year is to trade them off in the deadline. So I think that that's a pretty simple one, but what, you know, create, as crazy as things could be, what if the fucking Tigers get off to a great start? Well, you know? no, and, that's but nobody, the thing that the, nobody t- thinks the they Tigers can sustain it. Giants are, are should be completely dismissed. Yeah, but they should not what? be dismissed. Maybe not. Like no team yeah. should be dismissed, really. Well, I mean, they're gonna have to make those decisions. It's really, it's, like I don't want to use the term shit show, but it's gonna be like a shit show in like the best, in most insane yeah. way possible we've ever seen in baseball. That's going to be fascinating. So there's lots of interesting things that if that can actually work out. One of the least interesting things that they're doing, which maybe I'll change my mind after I see it, but the, they said they're going to start extra innings with a runner on second base. Man, it's like like it's like college football going in at the twenty or yeah, extra, like a minor league rule that they're bringing up. But yeah. I, I get why they're doing it. I just think it's so goofy. Just to like, I, I guess it's the last the the batter who got the last out of the ninth inning comes up, goes to second base, I guess is how, so the next, you know, the next player comes up. So does that like, does he get to add to his run total or total bases total? Like how the stats are going to work? I don't, I don't fully understand. Well, I know the, the, the run doesn't even count as an an earned run. Oh yeah. I can't. Yeah. That makes sense. I I, I I think it'll be, it might be exciting. I should, 
I should have more of an open mind to it. It might be, and they've done this in the minors for a couple of years now. I think it will expedite the game. It, I think they said, you know, a game typically ends in the tenth inning, like thirty percent of the time. And this no, is, 70 seventy percent of the time. Well, this, last, this last would year. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it typically in the majors it would end thirty percent of the time, but with this implemented, it would be seventy percent of the time. So they're trying to end the game in much quicker, much more quickly. Which would be fun because um, I don't know about you, but I don't really enjoy sitting around watching nobody get any hits for five extra innings. No, <laughs> and, no, no, no. And then you've extra, got extra you've got, games can it just, be tedious. Yeah. Well, we've seen how it's made a mockery of the game with you bring out position players to pitch, and it's while that's you know funny at the time to see you know your backup shortstop throw a throw a seventy nine mile an hour fastball, <laughs> you know, lob it over the plate. It it's just it's a, it's a mockery. So, so I think, you know, with all the safety issues too, trying to get games done as fast as possible, I think, I think it makes sense. And that's something we might see going forward, but it's just on the surface, it just feels so gimmicky. Um, yeah. But in practice, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be awesome. So, I mean, good, good news is uh, we were, we were, we were sort of talking about this last week. Um, we thought the universal DH was completely off the table, but yeah. it, it's actually on for this season. What it's not on the table for is next season. That would have to be renegotiated. So. Yeah, I guess I don't fully understand the dynamics of that. If it's a bargaining chip, or if that's I don't know how how that all played out. I, frankly, I don't give a fuck how what the politics of it are, are behind it. But I'm just happy that they're doing it for this year. I'd be shocked if they did it this year and then didn't do it next year. Cause it sounds like, I mean, from everything I've read, everything I've seen, the only people that would not want the DH are the crusty old, you know, died in the wool NL. You know, we love the double switch assholes. That I love the strategy of the game. Yeah, the NL is so much better than the AL yeah. strategy. Shut the fuck up. Fortunately, those people, well, fortunately, those people will be dead soon enough because they're all in their late 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, I don't think anyone else wants that. So there's probably <laughs> a couple pitch. There's probably a few pitchers out there like Mad Bum and Kershaw's pretty. People they call the Mad Bum. They're, I was um, I always thought the em- the emphasis was on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Isn't it Mad Bum? <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you're right, Mad uh, Mad Bum would definitely want to <laughs> definitely want to bat. Yeah, so I think there's probably a few pitchers out there who who uh, are will be annoyed uh, by the rule change. But I think if you're a player and you're the players' association, this again now you've expanded 15 more players extending their careers essentially. Yeah, that, which is and that's why which I've, is good for baseball. So, well, that's why I've seen that. I mean, we I've been writing essays about that for years because it's mainly because it's ridiculous that there are two sets of rules for two leagues in the same sport uh puts the one at a competitive disadvantage Uh, (laughs) right true i can't believe we've done it for 40 years 46 years um 47 years actually um so it's just i it's just so makes so much sense you know the only way you would do it is to add the dh to both leagues because the players association would never want to take away dhs from the american league so why not add 15 more jobs why not give the why not give the fans a better product why make them why force them to watch uh someone like bartolo cologne flail at the plate with his helmet falling off 
just ludicrous. So. Big sexy. So that's one good thing out of um, this agreement, non-agreement yeah. that came out. At least they agreed to do that. So happy about that. I think uh, like some another another. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. there's so much to talk about. I well, yeah, I say another going. interesting uh, another interesting element, and this has to do with uh, rosters and and teams and this thing starting off midseason. So one compelling element um, that's that uh, has affect affects a lot of teams is most of the players who wouldn't have started the season with the teams are all starting the season with the teams now like the yankees are gonna really be at full strength coming mm, out yeah. of the gate which is different than what it would have looked like um well, if we started in april and the white Sox, copec yeah copec yeah. rodan are both rodan. on the table now so i haven't heard about um, rodan where's yeah, he just, progressing he's he's the rick Hahn addressed the media yesterday via zoom and um uh, talked about how how uh, he and Kopech most likely will both be on the roster when when the uh, wow. when the season starts. Um, I mean, like I said at the beginning, the, everything is falling the Sox way. So if you guys can't make it work this year. I don't know what happens to Rick Hahn. <laughs> I mean, I think the question, the Ratha Ratha Han. I think I think I think so. You've got that, and then you've got this interesting like taxi squad issue. Yeah, not issue like rule, um, which is which is three play when you travel, when you travel regionally, you're allowed to put three players on a taxi squad. The one interesting part about this rule is it's mandatory that one be a catcher. So luckily, yeah. the Giants, Sox, and Cubs are all in great shape because they all have uh, three Plenty potential catchers. catchers. Yeah. Start at any time, so they have no. I don't understand the rule why one has to be a catcher, but um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But, I guess catchers are more likely to get COVID. I don't know, but uh, yeah. and then the other two spots can be whatever you want. So you could be two pitchers. They say most teams will probably bring a utility player and uh, and uh, and one uh, pitcher. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see how that plays out once it once it starts. How that strategy will be utilized? Because yeah, like you said, I don't fully understand. I don't fully understand how it's going to affect things, but maybe no one really understands how it's going to play out, and they might have to adjust things on the fly. But we'll see. I do know the Cubs plan to have the the. I forget what they call it, the taxi squad or the minor league squad. Well, there's a or whatever sixty man roster too. Yeah, right. Cubs are going to have those guys playing at their. Uh, single A affiliate South Bend. Uh, they've got a beautiful new stadium that uh, the company I do work for actually does their concessions work. So I know a little bit about. Um, I haven't heard where the White Sox are going to have their whatever their minor league pool playing. I don't know if that's been announced or if they, there's any speculation about I, that. South Bend makes a lot of I, sense I, for the Cubs. Yeah. I don't know if you've got if you've got enough. Where like who's your single A affiliate? I don't even know. I know. The we got Barons or Double A and Knights. Yeah, Birmingham Barons, Charlotte Knights. So I don't Friday. think you have a. I don't think you have an affiliate anywhere nearby. So that's going to be kind of interesting to find out what the Sox do about that. Yeah, unless the Sox go this Nashville, this this proposed Nashville route. Have you read about this? Na a little Nash bit. Yeah, the Nashville Sounds have opened up uh, the proposal that if 
if regional teams um, uh, want to, uh, they, they could put a slew of players down there where they would make up a few teams so those players can stay sharp and competitive. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, It'd if be they like need a to general, get up. It'd almost be like a general free agent pool. Like they could bring yeah. – any team could go after them. If, uh, that's, that's, no, no, like... it's not – no, 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 it's not that. It's – it's uh, they would – it would be – you would send your players that you would most likely – Oh, your players, I be, see. Yeah, that you'd want to use. They would They would make up teams – and play Thursday through Sunday. That was the days of the week that were proposed. I mean, it seems like a pitch to to generate some revenue down there, but I could see it working because I even it sounds to me like anyone reporting to a spring training facility is just going to be doing inner squad games or inner squad competitions. There's not going to be any. Um, any like competition between opposite teams. Yeah. So yeah. it might be a way to keep guys like in, in game game ready form. Yeah. Or, they've, they've got to figure that out somehow. How, how would they do it? But yeah. But the, um, other, the other thing that, that was kind of interesting in regards to rosters is, you know, the Sox are, 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 are talking about, you know, Crotchet being on <laughs> the roster to, because they signed him, they signed him, and yeah. and 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 he he might be available if they need him. Well, yeah, I've heard some speculation that you know this could since they can have thirty guys to begin with, and I think that after a couple weeks that goes down to twenty eight, and then down to twenty six. A couple weeks after that, which I don't fully understand why they're doing that, but I think that that leads to opportunities for like Nick Madrigal for you. I mean, Nico Horner for the Cubs should be the second baseman. I think. Um, I think you're going to see like younger players getting getting major league experience this year that might not have otherwise, which is exciting. Tigers yeah. certainly have that situation too. There's speculation that Torkelson, Spencer Torkelson, yeah, I, I could actually that. be up. Yeah. Um, so that, that and that would not have happened in a typical scenario. So I think that that's another positive we could drag out of this horrendous situation. <laughs> so. I don't know. There's lots of unanswered questions that are going to be fascinating to follow going forward. But now, I, did did I have a question for you? Because I couldn't find an answer online before the show. Have the players officially blessed this thing yet? Because isn't that or has that? It was the, the health association. Yeah, that, that they have. That's when all okay. these all the announcements happen in the middle of the week. That's um, after both offers were declined and the owners uh, Manfred just mandated the season. Yeah. The last thing they had to do then was just uh, ratify the, the health and safety protocols. And that's what they did. That's they did. Okay. Yeah. I think that was Wednesday or whatever. So yeah, that's, that's not an issue anymore. Okay. The cool. issue obviously is COVID numbers and that's going to dictate everything. So we'll see. All well, I mean, things. I guess, yeah, I guess the question is like, are they going to have to move teams out of, well, California, it, Texas, and Florida. Well, I mean, literally everything we just talked about could get blown out of the water any yeah. minute. So who knows? Right. But I'd rather not talk about that if we don't have to. But um, I don't know. You want to move on to something a little, a little more exciting? The the idea that fans could actually be in the stands. And this first got broke by uh, Danny Parkins. Danny Parkins on, score. Uh, on our score where he. Yeah, he's got no source to quote, 
Um, and I did. I called. Uh, I left a message at White Sox uh, public relations yesterday, but I did not get a call back. <laughs> trying did you give to them get your a media credential? Answer to the. This is one Peter Engineering from MajorLeagueAholes.com. Yes, I did. That's probably why I didn't get a call back. But, <laughs> you should have recorded um, that. Will, that would have been awesome. I will, well, I will try again, and maybe I'll figure out how to record that. But um, <laughs> um, Rick Hahn in his, got asked that specific question and uh, said they will follow whatever the health and safety protocols are within that state. So yeah, to me, that is a, a yes for Chicago baseball to be able to have fans in the stand because we're in phase four. Well, Chicago is not though. Illinois well, I'm in fa- I'm in phase four over here in uh well, in MLA Studio Two. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is 30, 35 minutes south southwest of the city here. Yeah, there's been so many developments in this this week. We, you and I actually talked about this right after the fucking show last week. It just came up like, oh shit, we should have talked about the potential for fans and stands because it was an idea we had that could could happen. Um, and then it's now happening this week. Um, so we would have looked really cool if we had brought it up last week before it was in the news, but we'll just look cool in other ways. Um, yeah. the, uh, the, the crux of the issue for Chicago fans would be Pritzker has Illinois at phase four, whatever that means, which makes that potentially possible for the Cubs and White Sox to have 20% capacity in the, in the stands for games. Um, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago uh, is saying not so fast. Uh, Chicago is not not at the same level as the rest of Illinois, which I think that's going to change by the day. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a political ploy or what's happening there. Um, I don't think that's going to be an issue in a in a month. Or God, fuck, I hope not. But um, I think Chicago will be at the same level as the rest of Illinois by then. So I think it will, if if it all. If at all possible, there's going to be 20%, you know, 8,000 people, I think, is would be the capacity or the 20% capacity for both both clubs. Um, one advantage for the, the Cubs is the rooftops. Those are not subject to the same phase four versus phase three laws right now. Those those are open right now if they wanted to be. There's no reason. They're, they're treated like restaurants, basically. They can have outdoor seating and everything in limited capacity but they could be open that's um, interesting so they could, they could be they open could right potentially up. wow they could potentially have people watching the game live right off the bat no matter what's happening in in fact on the score 670 the score yesterday crane kenny uh cubs president of baseball operation now cubs money president basically everything that theo doesn't do uh he confirmed that they will have uh the rooftops open for whatever you know whatever if it's 20 percent capacity or if it's six feet distance i don't know how they do that but yeah. they will be open for game one whether it's the july 23rd or 24th um so that that is happening and that's just another another um easy way for owners like tom ricketts to pocket some cash off of this while they're crying biblically biblically devastating losses um, <laughs> I guarantee they can find a way to call that non-baseball revenue because it's not in the ballpark. They'll call those are not Cubs-owned entities; those are Ricketts-owned entities since they bought up all the all the the rooftops. So th- the reason we thought of this last week 
yet didn't bring it up was our speculation that you know all these negotiations were happening and the reason they happened was because they the owners said that caveat you know we made that march 26th agreement but we didn't make that agreement thinking there'd be no fans and so they use that leverage well there's going to be no fans so we need to open up this agreement so we've had three fucking months of shit show between millionaires and billionaires of this fighting because of the idea that there'd be no fans and within days of the announcement that we're going to have a season they announced that there's going to be fans so it's just it's so this whole thing we've gone through is such a hypocrisy it's such bullshit and we anyone can see it coming that there were there was the potential for fans to coming and now we are seeing it so whether it's um whether it's just the cubs figuring out how to get rooftop people on the rooftops um i think it's it's quite likely as long as as long as covid numbers eh, who knows but that there are going to be 20 percent you know stadiums at 20 percent capacity and that could increase if things go really well over time over two months so it's ridiculous i the the cool thing is we are going to see fans i um you're going to see um socially distanced you know you'll have blocks of seats i think i think you'll see you know maybe groups of four seats that are spaced out by you know with no one two rows or on in front or behind them you know who knows how that, that's going to play out it's going to be unique for every stadium depending on how the how the seats are arranged so but it'll be encouraging to to actually see fans in the stands yeah i i I got super excited when you sent that to me and um, the idea of actually going to, well, I mean, it's going to be a tough ticket to get, but the idea well, of actually going to, going to a baseball game is, is going to be uh, fun. And I, I guess, I guess um, that the next question that's going to be answered is it season ticket holders get right. first dibs and then, and then we got a scratch and claw for I would think there whatever would be, is left. I would think I've heard some speculation about this. Like there'd be a, a questionnaire that goes out to every season ticket holder. Do you want to opt in? You know, some people aren't going to be comfortable to go to games. So they got to find out who wants in. Then, then I think they can make the decision. You know, if there's, if there's only 8,000 people that want in, or I don't know how they'll do that, but they'll figure out the numbers at least. And then, Either there'd be a lottery for season ticket holders for a certain amount of seats. And then on top of that, there'd, there'd be remaining seats that could be given to a lottery to, you know, any fan that wants to jump in. Um, so I, how that works, you know, whether those, those prices remain at what was going to be 2020 prices or, or if those prices will be adjusted. Uh, to fit the market, um, I would think the demand for those tickets, you know, despite the despite we're going to get hockey prices. Yeah, I think I think I think we're going to see some dramatic increases in prices, um, if not from the from the teams themselves, certainly on the secondary market. Um, well, yeah, true it com that. comes down to supply and demand. So if you really if Plenty of people are very comfortable being outside, and I've seen plenty of people being outside in Chicago without masks or anything like that. So apparently, there's a lot of people very comfortable. So I think I think the demand is going to be quite quite high for getting a seat at a baseball game. Um, I'm not sure that I'm going to be in that crowd right away, but maybe by the end of the year. Um, 
Speaking of that, our, our favorite owner, the Houston, did you see that our favorite owner, the Houston Astros owner, uh, even with everything going on down there right now, he said he's going to have fans in the seat because he needs the money. <laughs> okay. Well, at least he's honest so that, about it. I need yeah, the money. He needs, he needs the money. I haven't looked he's, up his he's, net. He's, I haven't looked up his net worth recently, but I'm. I thought it was. The, wasn't it? Wasn't it like three? Yeah, three, it's most likely in the three billion range. But with Jim Crane, yeah, Jim Crane was like. Th th I thought we was he not covered in? I thought he was like three billion. He's he's sure it's he hard. It's he's probably having trouble eating right now. But yeah. so he's gonna have the have have fans in the stand as uh, the the uh, state of Texas reshuts down. So it's been Jeez. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Crane Kenny did say there's going to be, you know, he will require, they will be requiring fans to wear masks in the stadium, which seems very reasonable to me. That seems a reasonable I'm, request. I have a white socks mask, so perfect. They're going to, then they say social distancing. Um, I don't know how they're going to enforce either of those things is the problem. Um, obviously at a baseball game, I'm assuming they're going to be selling concessions, including beer, which cannot be consumed with a mask on. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna have to take your mask off to do that. Social distancing is fine when you're in your seats, but what about going to the concession stand? What about going to take a piss? You know, what, how are they gonna, you know, with eight thousand people? How's that all gonna work? So, I don't know. I I have an idea. I have an idea how I think they may make it work. What's um, that? I think they're gonna have you do online ordering to your seat. Yeah, they they've we've, we have the technology. Yeah, um, and, and a lot of parks already have that in place. I mean, the yeah. Sox have it on the middle level, that three hundred section with like the that's only has like the the five oh, that's rows. Right. Yeah, they you can section. you can just order from the seats there. I've, I've done um, it many times. Yeah, so I I think that is that's your that's your solution, and I yeah. think I think what they'll say is with the masks is if you're at your seat. You know, we ask that, you know, obviously while you're consuming food or beverage, you don't have to wear your mask. But if if you're not and when you're in general areas, please make sure you're wearing your mask. Yeah. And I imagine they'll put like a, like at any retailer that's happening right now. Like I stood in line at the Binnie's like, you know, they there's X's outside. There's X's when you get in, you know, there's there's. Yeah, I'm sure they they yeah. they they figured this out so they can get some, you know, since they've been bitching and moaning that they can claw some money back in this thing. So, yeah, I think the I'm just questioning the logistics. Like, how do you enforce that if you see somebody that's not doing it? Do they have a social distancing ambassador that <laughs> or enforcer that comes in and separates people, or do they threaten to kick them out of the ballpark? Do they, you know, these are going to yeah, be, I, right, I'm yeah. assuming people are well, going to be drinking true. at this game. You know, I, I guess it would, you could come up with many scenarios and how this could fall apart, but um, it's hopefully, hopefully it all works out because it would be cool if we can all make this work. Um, I think, uh, do you want to hear more about that or? No, I mean, I, I, we're just going to have to wait, I think now to see what unfolds yeah yeah and so much of that comes down to how how covid works you know that's that's, yeah. that's dictating all of it so yeah i mean i did read one thing that said like 
there's talk that if not every team can do it, then MLB will mandate that no teams can do it. So. That's yeah. That's the other interesting. Yeah. Well, how can you let some teams do it and have some revenue while other teams might not be able to? Um, that <laughs> yeah, that's another complication that I mean, maybe they could work out a revenue sharing or how however they do that. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. I guess the uh, the other part of the interview with. Crane Kenny on 670 The Score this week was some marquee network news. Holy cow! Oh my God, we haven't talked about the marquee network in, in <laughs> a subject near and dear to like, my heart. Almost like a, almost like a month. Yeah, he, oh, he announced he announced that. Uh, Negotiations have been picked up dramatically as of a week ago, last Friday, uh, with Comcast. Uh, there was also, we talked about this a while ago, they were close to a deal just before the season got got kicked, the, nut, the nuts got kicked off of um, back in March. Um, they were close to a deal at that point. So they're back to that point. They've exchanged uh, offer letters, which who knows what that means, considering how major league owners negotiate. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Here's my offer. Fuck you. Here's my offer. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But he seemed optimistic. He's also got a reason to sound optimistic. Uh, so they he did talk about what the Marquee Network might do. Um, it would be he he anticipates it's going to be ready to go even as soon as the exhibition games that will be played as part of Spring Training 2.0 in july um which is important because it's i believe i don't know if that's been fully announced but there's you know we're having the spring training but it's not going to be a series of 20 games it's uh it's spring training just workouts and three exhibition games and those exhibition games happen to be with your geographical opponent so it would be cubs white Sox games which is i mean their exhibition but hey you could see both our teams play um it's a big I mean, deal. Now, you, now you're um, really looking at nine games. So right, right, right. So yeah. Um, so there's a giant incentive for Marquee Network to get up and running for those exhibition games. So we it could be a matter of weeks now where Comcast has Marquee Network. Um, I haven't heard anything specifically about YouTube TV, which is my provider. Fuck um, YouTube. The other big player. Well, that's the thing. Fuck like YouTube. I. After they kicked us unceremoniously off of their platform, it's not going to hurt me too much to cancel my $55 a month subscription to them and just move over to Hulu if they can't fucking figure it out. So uh, figure it out, YouTube TV, or fuck you. Fuck you very much again. Uh, well, I do I do have a – uh, I'm going to offer this to you live on the show. I have uh, access, if you'd like – through the marquee app, a direct TV login you can use if, if you are really desperate. <laughs> All right. Don't so, say that too loud. It might get kicked, no. off, kicked off of Facebook. Oh, you know? But that just for you, just for you, Ryan. So All right. Yeah, let's we work, can let's talk work about, out we'll, a deal. We'll talk about that offline. So I'll give you a I'll give you a Coke Zero or maybe some a couple beers or some Malort. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Um he mentioned that they are planning on piping in crowd noise. To the to the the game I mean, broadcast. I think, it, I think it's a great idea. 
Yeah, okay, you like it, I, and I I do too. And I was I was thinking you might not. Um, no, I don't know. No. I, I'm I'm a a little bit of a, a soccer fan. I don't know if you are. If you've watched any any English Premier League or Bundesliga, they have had um, uh, you know, no fans of course, but they have had piped in sound, which it's it's kind of apples and oranges soccer and baseball. I mean, there there's there is a white noise aspect to baseball that you've come to know and love, you know, just a murmur of the crowd and you know, obviously crowd reaction when things actually happen. But um, soccer is different in that there's just, you know, there's virtually nothing happening throughout most of soccer games. So fans have learned over the centuries to entertain themselves with songs and chanting and all sorts of shit. That sounds incredible. And that's, that's a big part of the TV viewing experiences, at least for soccer. Um, so it was. I, I've heard it both ways in soccer games where they don't have crowd crowd noise and where they do have some, and I think it's way better with the sound. And I think that's going to be the same way with baseball. You you kind of have to have that that white noise, you know, maybe even fake, you know, the crowd just murmuring, you know, fake fake vendors in the stands. Um, I know. I think it was the Premier League took FIFA. Uh, video game sound effects and just yeah. using those to pipe in. Um, and I think you can do that with MLB the show. Um, totally. I think the key to that would be to um, make sure you've got somebody running. I think we talked about this a little bit, make sure somebody had like, you have a sound engineer that's, that's working in real time. You have those, 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 you know, white noise, but then you do have the crowd reacting to a base hit or a home run. You know, it would be fucking ridiculous and surreal to have the same, Crowd murmur, low rumble when the balls <laughs> ball hit <laughs> out in the wavelength. Like, yeah, yeah, like what the fuck? So they're gonna have to be really good about that um, to make it to make it work. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't sure if you if you would think it would be too gimmicky or sound stupid. No, to have fake noise. I mean, we, when we yeah, when we talked about this a while back, holy yeah. crap, we talked about this a long time ago. I was all for. I said you can add another job with someone yeah. running because to your point, you need you need to create, um, you know, you might want the arbitrary boo in there too when a certain player comes up. <laughs> I to definitely bat. want that. I mean, yeah, you know, like like I I know I know that's almost it'd be kind of funny, and I bet you'd see the player like if like I bet Bryce Harper would chuckle in a in a. In, in a visiting ballpark, like in Philly, and the guy hits the boo button or something. You know. <laughs> Two thirty-seven. They ain't gonna cut it in, in this in, league, I, buddy. I, I mean, in Washington, like yeah, or in Washington, they hit the boo button when he comes up to bat. So, because they'll be playing regionally. So, like it's it's funny stuff like that. Uh, I think you know is kind of the the baseball has a fun side and they have an opportunity here to, to keep that going with, with this crowd noise, but I think it's absolutely necessary. And yeah, I just, it, even, and I think even with 8,000, let's say there's 8,000 well, fans yeah. in the stand, you might still need something. Cause yeah, it's, to enhance it. it's yeah. To enhance it. I think 8,000 might be enough, but you know, again, that may or may not happen and that may not be everywhere across the country, right. well, but one way or the other, yeah, it could be supplemented with some, some artificial audio. Speaking of Cubs productions and marquee network, um, Cubs productions produced a poignant and amazing looking Cubs rub time. Yeah. I got a little bit of a Cubs rub. All right. Here's the rub. I'll tell you one fucking thing. 
I hope we get fucking hotter than shit just to stuff it up them 3,000 fucking people that show up every fucking day. Who stinks? And another thing I'm gonna say, I've won over 1,800 games in the manager and I'm not a damn dumb. 85% of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here. I don't know what the big deal about Cracker Jack is. They produced a, a nice little hype video when it was announced that there will be baseball. In fact, they titled it, There Will Be Baseball. Uh, as if they were doing us a fucking favor. Hey, fans, we're back. You know, completely ignoring the three-month shit show they gave us. Um, that they put their fans through as if nothing happened. I just thought it was just another example of them being completely tone deaf. Like, hey, why wasn't their message, hey, sorry we did this to you. Thank you for being loyal fans. Please come back. Yeah, <laughs> Please watch exactly. our game. Like, why just say they just announced there will be baseball, which immediately popped into my head. There will the movie, there will be blood, <laughs> which was which is perfectly apropos because it was a story about a man that would do whatever the fuck he wanted to get, you know, the, he alienated his own son just to get what he wanted. The competition, the, just, it was all business. There, there will be blood. Look right there, folks. Check out the graphic. Perfectly apropos. Um, I'll drink your milkshake. Yeah. I just don't see how they couldn't, how they couldn't see the irony there that they're, they're blatantly telling their fans, this is all about, business fuck you this is about business we are getting our money one way or the other but failing to realize that fans are their revenue stream and if you piss us off long enough we're no longer going to give you our money so i mean that's it's a minor thing it's it's my cubs rub instead of asshole of the week but it just comes off as i guess consistently tone deaf as as baseball has been throughout this ordeal yeah, I, I I took it the same way, like like that. Wow! Hey, thanks thanks so much for coming back, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you did us a real favor by you know sending players the same freaking negotiate negotiated uh, deal over and over again, repackaged uh, to prolong this thing and put us through agony as fans and. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we're not talking a 94 situation, but I've seen some comments. I think there's people who are generally turned off by baseball right now. So they, they, they've got a, they've got a little bit of a challenge ahead. They're lucky in that the world is sports starved right now. So that's where they're lucky, but going forward, like if the negotiations don't go well for, for the, for the upcoming collective bargaining agreement, I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be, they're going to be in bad shape again. They're gonna they're gonna need another uh, long gone summer too to to uh, bring Jeez. things back or something. Yeah, I mean, who knows who knows what what things they'll come up with in that regard. How about we move on to some funny shit we couldn't make up? Oh, you guys like to tell jokes and giggle and kid around, huh? What have we got here? A fucking comedian <laughs> for a sturdy cemetery. Come on to the coast. We we'll get together, have a few laughs. A lot of little tidbits here, and um, speaking of Texas, I don't. Did you see their new stadium? Uh, uh, Globe finally, Life. Yeah, Globe Life Stadium. Yeah, it, it looks, it looks like a tool shed. I mean, it's got like aluminum siding on it. It's just fucking hilarious. I've seen com- people compare, 
compare it to a a, a tool shed or a like a gas a shitty gas grill cover. <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. Uh, the other part of that that I find ridiculous is didn't they just build a stadium like 15 years ago and they've already had yep. to make that one obsolete? So all that's just just gross to me. It just feels like a Ponzi scheme. And it's they like just... a smoke. It's like a smokehouse. It's got the aluminum. Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, a they smokehouse. Sh- they showed somebody juxtaposed the original renderings. It was also like the roof was all going to be glass, and it looked it looked actually pretty fucking cool. Um, and no, it's just a big. It's like sheets of aluminum siding. Basically, it just looks you like wanna, a complete joke. It, it actually looks really cool. It's on MLB the Show, and it doesn't look. It's like from the original rendering. Oh, so it doesn't they... look it doesn't look like how it actually turned out. So That's hopefully they awesome. do an in-game update. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, hey, hey, look at it. it's it's some minor minor league stadium <laughs> that yeah. seats that seats fifty thousand. Um, yeah. The, uh, it, uh, coming off of uh, we didn't cover this in MLB rules because this is funny shit you can't make up. Um, the original rule of no mascots has been lifted and there will be mascots entertaining no one in uh, empty stadiums, but Hey, wow, I haven't seen this. Yeah. That's great news. Southpaw, your bud, he's going to be in action. I don't know if who he'll be entertaining, maybe just people on the television, but there was a article published that uh, MLB has changed their mind and are going to allow mascots, maybe because they're wearing masks already. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're gonna. I mean, I didn't understand it to begin with. They already have masks. Um, maybe put a little filter in that mask, and you're you're good to go. And they're gonna they're gonna be there. So maybe Ryan, to answer your earlier question, if someone steps out of line, if they are at the game, maybe Southpaw would just come tackle you at at, at the rate and uh, <laughs> escort you out of the park. Social distancing enforcer. That would be terrifying. Seeing a a uh, <laughs> Southpaw running at me, <laughs> telling me to get away from somebody. <laughs> Or, a, or at, a, at Wrigley, seeing a pantsless Clark running. <laughs> well, in. you don't want him to rub up against you the wrong way. That that'll scar you for life, kids. So what? Yeah, what are the? What is the purpose of mascots if the no I, one's going to be there? Like, what? What are they doing? Are they I just going to zoom the TV broadcast? Will just zoom on them gyrating on top of the dugout, or what, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yes, there. so I mean, it is it is exciting news. I mean, wow. It, it was yeah. too funny to cover during the actual rule change segment. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, that's perfect. That's why I love this segment. Shit we couldn't make up. You got another uh, one? Yeah, I got a few more. Um, one thing, it's it's sad but funny. Um, the Angels announced a couple weeks ago that they would no longer be paying their employees at their Dominican facilities. Uh, Artie Moreno, who we've documented as being one of those $3 billion net worth guys, Decided he couldn't pay his Dominican employees, so Albert Pujols uh, stepped up to actually pay those employees. Ba- <laughs> basically, just saying, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, I don't. Oh I mean, my god! He is a magnanimous guy, but I think it, it was at the same time it was just just slapping his owner in the face, embarrassing him. Like, what? Seriously, can't take care of this. I'll take care of it. Not that, not that uh, Pujols is a poor man by any means, uh, but still. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, um, that's 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 funny shit. Um, are you aware uh, another uh, uh, funny shit we can't make up? Uh, there will be as part of the safety protocols, uh, pitchers will be carrying a wet rag 
in their pocket, which prompted Jeff Nelson, former Yankees pitcher, to say, hey, good luck, batters, because if you don't think there's going to be controlled substances on that wet rag, what, you're what out is, of your mind. What does the wet rag accomplish for safety? They are not allowed. Oh, to lick their fingers. To, okay. To lick the fingers for health reasons. So yeah. they're going to have a wet rag, which which Jeff Nelson is proclaiming is going the Vaseline to be, rag. Yeah. It's going to be the Vaseline rag now. Like <laughs> he he's, he's already thrown it out there. He said, forget about trying to hit this year. Cause the shit's going to be falling right out of the zone. Wow. Yeah. That's going to lead to all sorts of things. I have heard they were going to have their own, own resin bags since they won't be sharing that stuff. Um, so yeah, that could lead to all sorts of interesting shenanigans to say the least. Um, you had a, well, I've got, I've got one more, uh, funny shit. I think you've got one more about our fantasy league. Yeah. Um, yes. Just, That'll just, lead we, into we, the next segment. Yeah. We, um, we didn't mention this, uh, a few weeks ago, but, um, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold Come oh. on, Smitty. It's a different one. I've got, actually got a better one. Um, the fact that our reigning asshole of the year, 2019 asshole of the year, Addison Russell, was oh, yeah. actually signed by a Korean team, which isn't the funny part. The funny part is the Korean team's nickname is the Heroes, which Addison <laughs> Russell couldn't be further from a fucking hero on any oh, level. Oh, God. I just found that ironic and just shit you couldn't make up. It's sad enough he threw away his career by being a complete asshole to his his spouse and then didn't really care about his major league career, didn't seem to understand that he needed to make amends for these things and didn't really try very hard. And now he's in Korea, but he is certainly not a hero. Definitely not a hero. And uh, the last bullet point for funny shit you can't make up, you – we did a live uh, fantasy broadcast months ago um, in anticipation for this very announcement. And fantasy is uh, back. Everyone, everyone was there. We did it remotely. We practiced our, uh, we normally get together and get drunk and make fun of each other in person, but we had to do that uh, uh, remotely. But uh, I got a text from one of the members asking if, they're, if we were still going to do fantasy baseball this year. As the season got announced, and I said, well, yes, we are, yes. which they replied back, well, how are we going to decide a champion um, in a 60-game uh, season? And I replied back with the only thought that popped in my head, well, whoever has the most points. <laughs> I mean, so, yes, yes, I didn't understand why this was such a difficult concept. Dub, you're one in a million, um, man. My guess is, you know, uh, yeah, we're not going to see... Have, we're going to have a fantasy yeah, season. It, it's going to play out just oh like it would. It's just going to be shorter. It's, it's going to be fucking crazy, but I think yeah. it's going to be a blast. Um, I've been, as commissioner of Major League A-Holes, the Fantasy League, um, in our 17th year, uh, I have had to think about some things because, you know, with you know only 37% of the season being played, my losses as commissioner are going to be biblical. You know, so I've got, <laughs> I've got to figure these things out. I've had a, I've had a owner come to me and ask that our entry fee be reduced to only 30, 37% of what it would be. So I told him to go fuck himself. Or I, actually, I told him I was, I'm going to file a grievance against him to, to figure out how to play this out. But uh, yeah, I'm for everyone. Pretty sure I know our... who that owner is. 
<laughs> that would be one Vit Zabritis, our longtime friend mm -hmm. and our owner. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to work out those negotiations. Hopefully, they don't get to the shit show level that we've seen in the major league level. <laughs> major league level, but there will be a fantasy baseball season. So yes. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, actually, we got to talk about this. We know we're we're a Cadillac old man Cadillacs league. We've been doing this since we were young, actually. But it was always an old man Cadillac league with non. We don't do daily transactions or anything like that. We basically have it worked out where we did 50, 50 transactions per year per season, so, which worked out to about two two transactions per week. So I'm wondering if we jump drop down to like 20 transactions per week or we can hash this out. Uh, we'll make sure everyone in our league listens to this podcast and they can, they can reply to the, in the comment section, tell us what you guys think. Um, but yeah, we've got, I think I don't see why fantasy baseball. I mean, there's there's millions of us out there. I don't see why fantasy baseball can't continue just the way it was. Um, you see any? I mean, is Dub bringing up any points that we didn't think of? You know, if 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 there are, comment below, please. Uh, that, yeah, let uh, us know. That let us know what we're not thinking of. But we've got uh, till July twenty games. The system would tally the the <laughs> the statistics up. They will give each team a set number of points said team with the most points at the end of the season would be the champion. I mean, I, mean, I guess, I guess to... maybe is there a greater chance of, of, of uh, tiebreakers having to come yeah. into play this year? I guess maybe, but well, we are know. a, really a roto. We're a roto league. And I think it might be more complications with a head to head league since there's only going to be what, seven weeks, seven weeks of, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. As opposed to 26. So who knows, but we'll figure that out. We've got till the 23rd to figure this out. Um, I wanted to, I, I, or this is kind of your section. If you want to move on to, we never came up with a name for our giant section yet. If it's gigantism or gigantic issues or wh whatever I, you want to call I, it. I think, I think it's gigantism for now. I, mean, <laughs> I still like gigantism. A, let's, let's do that. We've got, a, we've got a graphic. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Next question. Next question, because it was stupid. He hits it high. He hits it deep. It is out of here. Sorry, uh, Papa's feeling pretty uh, delicious right now. Going to step into the box and go three for four. Eight RBIs. Gahim. Gigantism it is, and um, we've uh, we've got uh, two... two uh, Two interesting uh, things uh, with the Giants. One, and I was talking, I was telling Smitty, I think I covered this. This one is like just, this is almost like, this could have, we're just segwaying in really into more funny shit you can't make up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Giants in, in beautiful, uh, whatever it's called. What is it called now? It's Oracle not, Park. Oracle Park, yeah. Oracle Park. Oral Park. Now. Uh, <laughs> Oracle Park now is uh, it's a beautiful stadium um and uh, yeah. i just i it's a great place to see a game but in 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 their in their grandiose uh uh plans of making this most beautiful stadium somehow the architect forgot to put in bullpens so yeah. they needed to <laughs> at the at the as a as a shoe in they made they put the bullpens like similar to what you used to have at Wrigley where the bullpens were were off in foul territory. See, this heard... season, yeah, go ahead. 
Well, I've heard it's that might be an urban legend that they didn't remember. Uh, the architects are HOK, or now called Populous, um, who have built just about every every stadium we've heard of over the last 25 years. So it'd be kind of shocking that, that they forgot, but that that has been that has been the rumor since day one. Uh, I when think it was AT and T Park or whatever. It was yeah, called. I think it's rumored because on the original like sketches that they, they like released, there were no even, bullpen. Yeah, it wasn't even in were, the. It wasn't the even in the drawings. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that's why that's why that is believed to be that way. But that is uh, similar to what the Cubs did uh, a few years ago. They have now added uh, uh, bullpens. Uh, well, the, the difference uh, is the big difference uh, from what there. the the big difference from what the Cubs did is it didn't affect the playing field at all. That's just under the bleachers where the the Giants had to move in the fences. I think it ends right. up being like eight feet in right center or center. I forget I forget where is it. Like in the power alley, it's a little shorter. Where the like that uh, like the Levi's section, uh, right? The giant wall yeah. there. I think that's a little bit shorter. Where it comes to a corner there, I think that corner is now a little bit closer in. So yeah, I mean that corner was like four hundred and I think it's like yeah, I mean it triples alley feet anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so. it's going to change. It's, it's going to change a little bit of the the game, the play on the field. So I think it is significant, but it's just funny that I've always loved that urban legend at least, or it might be true that they just forgot about the fucking bullpens. Yeah, or maybe you know, maybe not in the deep because it was it was you know the the drawings that people are talking about are what you're you know getting fans excited about uh seeing yeah, bullpens drawn in foul territory is not yeah, necessarily gonna get the juices flowing oh my yeah. god that bullpen down the right field line is amazing so uh but that's where the urban legend does come from uh and speaking of fans in the stands uh right now uh san francisco is saying no fans in the stands but <laughs> if you're a season ticket holder for no charge yeah. You can send your picture in and you will your cardboard cutout will be in your seat in most cases uh during games. But if you're not a season ticket holder for the low price of $99, you can send your picture in, which I'm half thinking of doing it just, just to should. appear all the way in San Fran. God damn it. I wish me. I wish we made some money off of this because that would definitely be in the budget. We'd figure out a way yeah. to shove that yeah, in $99. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe a pick with my San Fran Metallica hat on and uh, it, sending it out there, spending, investing the $100 to see me I on, wanna... uh, in attending the giants games all season long probably so i want to i want to see you do that i want to see your face in the stands so you can get so your cardboard cutout can get smoked in the face with a foul ball <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's the first thing i think of just like these ridiculous cardboard cutouts just getting pummeled by balls the question uh, the question is i did not see that covered in the article if your cardboard cutout is damaged do they replace it at no cost or are you I just they should, or are you they just should, hospitalized for the season yeah they should have to mail it to you and then replace it in the stand so then you've got you've got your own piece of memorabilia hey maybe I'll, maybe i'll start a GoFundMe uh to to send me to san francisco <laughs> in the seats what do you gonna be our first usually gay holes go fund me get get a cardboard pete in the stands at oracle park what do you guys think <laughs> If you're interested, let me know. I mean, all all we need is 99 people to donate a dollar. You Dude, know, we, it, I mean, come I on. We, we, that that is definitely our homework after the show. We're, we're putting that <laughs> together. We, I'm serious. I want I want to do this. Let's get 99 bucks. That is our goal to get Pete's face 
cardboard fucking face at Oracle Park. Let's do yeah. this, people. All right. Power to the people. Let's get this done. <laughs> Major League A Holes is going to San Francisco. We're yeah, gonna have no, a presence. Yeah, we're gonna use this platform for good. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's some gigantism news. Yeah. Uh, love it. Uh, that's pretty much all I have, except for asshole of the week. Unless you have anything else you want to add in. No, I don't have. We. I have no surprises this week, other than not. Us, us dropping the uh we should let everyone know we're not discussing the funny shit you can't make up we're 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 just blurting them out to each other to get natural reactions in case one of us didn't see the the stories which smitty was was Love not it. aware of the mascots and i know he's excited because he's the biggest southpaw fan uh on the planet yeah. and clark so southpaw is an asshole but he's not he's not the <laughs> he's asshole, not your of the asshole of the week no, no who is what is your problem you insensitive asshole pardon my french but you're an asshole who the fuck is this asshole Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. Okay, then. Uh, I think, yeah, I think this is a pretty obvious asshole of the week. Um, you know, I, we've, at least myself, and I think you have been, we've both been a little more outspoken towards the players' side of this shit show, millionaires versus billionaires. Um, and not had any sympathy for the owners whatsoever. But when it comes down to it, and now that we've reached this point where they've essentially agreed to disagree, we are literally back where we started on March 26th with a few minor adjustments. Um, so literally what we've gone through for these three months is has been completely meaningless. And it's just greed and short-sightedness by both parties. And it's just, I think it's, I, I, like I said, I was siding with the players, but now that it's all said and done, they're all fucking assholes, both sides. It, it's gross. We're, we've only scratched the surface of it since we've gotten to this point. We're going to have to go through this all again. This was all a preliminary to the 2021 CBA negotiations, which if you thought this was bad, uh, it's it, this is where things could get biblical. Um, so, you know, fuck the fuck the owners, fuck the players. Thank you for finally getting this done, but just let's play some fucking baseball. Yeah i I don't understand. Um, I almost don't understand how we got here because I mean I know how we got here. It's all you and crazy. I. Crazy, yeah. It's hard. It's hard I, to think you, back on. You, I mean, you and I all know it's all posturing for this upcoming collective bargaining agreement. But the players really in in their in their posturing for this left a ton of money on the table by not yeah. taking the expanded playoffs and 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 those types of things that would have made this season it's going to be interesting enough but uh you know it's it's um it's it's a little less interesting because yeah. it's we're not talking about expanded playoffs well, and, they, cut, they cut off their nose despite their face literally yeah they wanted and, that grievance they wanted the leverage of that grievance so they couldn't the players refused to agree to anything yeah. Um, and the know, grievance, which I read could be tied up for years is like, uh, like, I don't even, I, I mean, I don't know. It just, that, all, well, that, at the end of the day, 
both to your point, like when we're talking about assholes of the week, it just seems silly from both sides. Well, so. tied up, tied up litigation for years harkens to this, you know, the looming 2021 CBA that, that is going to be years of debate. Uh, and I, boy, I, I could definitely see a work stoppage in 2022, but I'd rather not, not yep. think, I don't want to think about that at all. So let's let's end this fucking show on that note um unless you have anything else you want to add no I, I i have one thought but i'm saving it for next week so there's your cliffhanger oh well is this something we're going to be we regret not bringing up like last week how we could have talked about the fans being in the stands but well well i'll i'll, I'll say this let everyone think about it and you you think about this too um the, this is definitely going to be a season with an asterisk on it do you do you want to be, do you want your team to be the world champion of the 60 mm, game right. 2020 asterisk season? I like it. Do you like or it. don't you? No, probably... I like the, I like the subject. I like the question. So, yeah. So yeah, uh, I love think it. about that. You, everyone out there, you think <laughs> about that. I will ponder. We have a lot yeah. of homework. We got to yeah. get this GoFundMe set up and we've got to, got to, get my thoughts together on this so it's gonna be <laughs> an right. exciting week we'll be back uh next thursday is that correct yeah thursday at next thursday morning so we'll be ready for our episode 30 a very special episode i don't know why because it ends in a zero i guess um, ready for 30 yeah exactly 34 i like it so in the in the meantime you can check us out on facebook uh twitter of course instagram we're doing a lot more shit on instagram and make some some fancy graphics like the one you see behind pete right now uh, that nobody cares about but i have fun doing it so um so yeah check us out everywhere except for the major video sharing platform that i will not name ever again and uh check out the podcast everywhere you can find a podcast everywhere do it like subscribe comment we want to hear from you so you've got at the time let's do it we got baseball baseball motherfuckers Woo! yeah Woo! all right peace out all right peace I'm an asshole and I'm proud of it.